Welcome back to Clear Eyes, Full Hearts Plus Booze, the podcast. A Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm pleased to announce <laughs> that our periods have synced up and it's causing a lot of attitude problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that let that set the tone for the rest of the episode. And also, we're like taking pain medication, um, which you can't drink with, allegedly, like, according to the bottle. Yeah, like, many say it's not good for your liver. <laughs> I took an Aleve, which I think is like extra bad oh, if you yeah, drink it is, with it. it is, so it is, like, it um, that's what's up. Um, this episode is not... Brought to you by Absorbent Underwear, although I am wearing some. Amazing. I wish I had some Absorbent Underwear for just well, my everyday life. Or, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so we're not drinking. I'm drinking kombucha. There's a little bit of alcohol probably in that. Like some fermentation. In the science. United States, they have to say like... That it's like 0.1% alcohol or something. Yeah. And you have to say that you're 19 when you go to the kombucha website. What? That's the dumbest or, thing. No, 21 because that's the ah, age of drinking. That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You have to drink so many to like ever feel drunk during kombucha. Sometimes when I drink apple cider vinegar, it makes me feel drunk. I wonder what the alcohol content of that is. If it's higher. One time when we were in high school and crazy, we <laughs> tried to get drunk on cooking sherry. I was like, I know what this story is. <laughs> it's so salty, you guys. I don't recommend it. What's if you alcohol? have any other options. What's the alcohol content of cooking sherry? Like high. Like wine level. You could probably mix it with like something and have like a... Yeah, Cam did. With what? Like club like soda? Ale, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on that and level. also, like, I like salty things, so, like, maybe it's good now. There's probably some, like, hipster, like, mixology drink where mm, you use sherry. Totally. Like, egg whites and sherry. Ew. Well, they put egg whites and shit, and that's just... They act like it's fine, but it's weird. It's fucked up. Anyway. Um, so we are on the last episode of season three... Um, and even though we're not drinking and we're not feeling a hundred percent, a hundred emoji. Yeah. <laughs> we're still trying to go out with a bang the best we can. Um, this episode, it's called tomorrow blues, which I relate to. Oh yeah. Every um, day I wake up and say that to myself. <laughs> um, Every night before I close my <laughs> eyes. Um, okay, so here's the Netflix summary. Ooh, it's funny. <laughs> um, Eric's contract oh. is up for discussion. Lila and Tim talk about their future together. And Mindy and Billy's wedding day has finally come. Okay. Like, that's all those things are on our list. Yeah, not a bad stab at it. They just mm -hmm. couldn't fit in all the other stuff in the Netflix summary. If that was their style. And also, I'm just always shook by, like, Eric. Yeah, because, like, the thing about that is that there's never... No one's ever in, like, the same camp. Some people say Eric sometimes, but not all the times. Does Tammy say Eric? No. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think she's ever... the Like, I don't think the word has ever, like touched her lips like she's no. never said it. when she like the first time she says it she's gonna be like she's gonna eric. be eric that's not that's not your name right like that's incorrect There's like do you remember that episode of that 70s show looking back it's questionable as many things are but when fez can't pronounce america oh yeah and then red's like say my son's name and he's like eric <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, that's exactly it's gonna be like eric eric um so this episode because it's the last episode of the season the, the episode previous was like the state game so we have to like now come back and tie up all those loose ends and i'm kind of glad that this was the last yeah, episode and it wasn't totally. the football game um because like this is what you need to like well it was the come perfect down episode that. because yeah first of all 
it was like a time jump, which I loved. Yeah. I always loved that. Oh, yeah. It was and a five months later time jump. It gave the characters like the send off they deserved. But then it also like set up some really like interesting things for the next season where if you were just blindly watching for the first time, you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot that it was even five months later. Mm-hmm. Um because it's like summer. Yeah, it's well, the it's end, the end of the school. school year. Which makes sense. It would be like May, June, May. 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 Um, so we're getting a lot of senior send-offs. We're getting some glimpses. Senior citizens. <laughs> oh my god, and some senior citizen send-offs. And we're getting a glimpse into season four. Um, so what we decided to do is like pick like the character um development or like plot lines in this episode and rank them on how much we cried during them how many tears we shed remember we're on our periods and we're highly emotional and everything makes us feel more it feels so intensely yeah (laughs) um do you want to kick it off yeah, so the we're going to go from least tears shed to most tears shed. I drew little diagrams of all the amounts of water that we're going to be referencing. Um, so to kick it off, um, the plot line that I cared about the least by far yeah. um, was Lila's. Yeah. Her little wrap up. So at the... Um, at, at the waffle breakfast or whatever it is <laughs> where Tammy does a speech about all her favorite characters and ignores all the other students in the school. Yeah. Um, like she, fire crotch obviously wasn't mentioned. She basically, she says with her face and tone. Oh my God. But not her words. So funny. That, um, Lila's going to San Antonio state and it is clear that she thinks that that's beneath her. And Lila Garrity, number two in her class, will be attending San Antonio State University next year. Meanwhile, Tim gets like rapturous applause for going to the same school. Yeah, because he's not no one, number yeah, two he had in low his class. expectations. Um, so I guess it's weird because it seems like that's Tammy's first time of like ever hearing it because she kind of is like surprised when she sees those words and calls the meeting like she then calls a meeting with a buddy to discuss it and she does that after. Like she really wasn't aware that that was the decision Lila well, made. she's not the guidance counselor so she probably didn't have insight <clears throat> into it. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like she kind of would just like because she kept tabs on like some people and she did counsel like Lila during the whole like Jason and like her parents divorce thing. Like remember when like Lila quits cheerleading. Yeah, but she was a guidance counselor. Now yeah, she's a principal thought, and she has like, bigger fish to fry. I know. But I just figure like she would have kept like tabs well, on like she those didn't. people. <laughs> Listen. Then the fucking Ed Trucks wasn't doing his job. Whoever the other fucking oh, guidance no. counselor is wasn't doing their job. Um, so essentially Tyra or sorry, not even that. No, Tammy. no, no, no. Whoa. Not even that. Okay. Yeah. Um, calls Vanderbilt, the school that, um, Lila got accepted to wants to go to, but doesn't have enough money to pay for. And they, they essentially like extended their application deadline so that, um, Lila can apply. Um, and buddy is like, okay, so in order to pay for it, we'll just call your uncle Gary PS Gary Garrity. Wait, we knew that already, didn't we? Did we? I remember laughing at it once before. Maybe the first time uh, yeah, we I watched it. Yeah, I think probably it. Buddy like, referenced hating his brother Gary before. But, lol. <laughs> anyway. But also, I just like hated that. Like, oh, oh and so by you the just way, had a rich uncle this, this whole, whole time. time so yeah. what was the crisis? Yeah, it's like we're... And like, think about a person who, like, Tyra, who can barely afford to go to college. Like, I'm supposed it's to like a really feel anything? It's like a really big cop-out. It's yeah, just like, totally. It's like we don't... There was a couple things like that were just like we need to tie this up as neatly as we can and like that was one of them. So essentially it is good that like Lila because the whole time she's like no I want to go to San Antonio. No it's fine. It's not a party school. But the second that like Gary Garrity's 
money's on the table, she does like a, she really does like flip around and she's like, okay, I think we should contact Gary. Like I'm interested. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be so nice if your life was that easy that all you have to do is your dad has to call his brother who he hates. Like, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, once again, Lila's a privileged teen silver spoon in mouth. (laughs) She then has to break it to Tim that they're not going to go to the same school together because she thinks he's going to be like totally crushed by it. But like she obviously doesn't know Tim at all because he he wants what's best for her. Totally. And he doesn't really give two shits about anything like he's not even we'll get to it, but he's not even like fully sure like what his future holds. Um, So she sort of like puts off telling him until the very last second. But then she flip flops and is like, I've looked in like I know how to do it. I know how to pay for it. But like and here's all the information about it. But like, I'm not going. I just thought I should tell you that all this stuff. But like, I'm not going because I didn't clear it with you before looking into it. Like some weird convoluted thing. Yeah. It Like it just, again, sums up why I don't care about their relationship. Like, why would she let that limit her but it's like not real though because no, she it's wants to real, go yeah. so bad because in second he's like well obviously go you little idiot <laughs> she's like oh, okay great like you're not mad okay perfect like like ne- an honest conversation has never been had between those two human beings um <laughs> i'm allergic to their bullshit <laughs> <laughs> So Lila is going to her dream school thanks to Gary Garrity and now Buddy has his daughter's like relationship established. He has her going to the school that he wants her to go to. He's golfing with the McCoy. Tim is just having no regrets and we sh- said that we cried zero tears aka a desert. I had to put Visine in my eyes after watching that. Yeah, there was... There's grit no, under my eyelids. My eyes were not lubed. <laughs> it's like walking into the wind. Yeah. So <laughs> So that's that. I was going to be like so fuck that, but I was like no, too aggressive. <laughs> um So while Lila is experiencing her very hard struggle. Um, it's sort of like interweaving with what the Riggins have going on. Cause obviously it involves Tim and like where Tim goes, Billy goes. Um, so we didn't mention this in our last episode cause it kind of like just got touched on. Um, but the Riggins brothers bought a car or an auto like repair shop. And they're, they're going to like call it Riggins Riggs. Yeah. They're going to flip it and make it like their own business. Um, cause Billy is now thinking like long-term cause he's getting married to Mindy and he's has a baby on the way. Surprise. A little football as Tim calls oh it. Oh my God. The scene. Yes. This is something that you can't explain like in any kind of like yeah. oral retelling, but like you just need to watch the episode where he tells Tim and Tim like, this is why this is like an example of like men not understanding yeah. how to like really interact emote. with each other like because in he, an emotional he level like freaks out and is like are you kidding me and yeah. then starts like fighting yeah. his they brother just start punching each other and wrestling in a field like as an act of like congratulations and like love and support yeah he like literally puts up his fists and starts like punching him. what's wrong with the hug it like sweet I kiss. think what they needed to do is like get to the hug. So like obviously the fighting and then like the wrestling like put them in like an embrace. It's like in Greece. It's exactly like in Greece. Is that a real thing that real men do? Um I don't think I hang out with anyone with that much testosterone, so it's like I've never uh, seen it with my own eyes, but I wouldn't be surprised if like they need that like aggression to get to the point of Um, like physical contact i've never seen it in like an instance where like a hug needs to happen out of like actual like sadness Mm -hmm. or anxiety just like when people do that like hand shake handshake turn into hug thing but not that's that's more normal that's like a greeting but it's also still like we need to touch each other in this way before we can touch each other in this way my brother's friend 
I hung with my brother's friends a lot for the last two days and they were saying that their one friend always kisses them on the lips when he hasn't seen them in a really long time. And where is he from? I don't know. Like Canada? I think so. Okay. He's just like, they're just that, like that way in their friendship with each other, friendships with each other. But like every, like most people are fine with it, but then... Like, when you're not fine with it, you have to be like, I don't really want you to kiss me on the lips, but then have to be like, but not because, like, I... But yeah. then it's like, but I'm not, but, uh, but, uh, but just yeah. don't kiss me on the lips. And it's just well, like, like, I'm not a huge hugger and I'm definitely either. not a kiss on the lips. No. So like if like I would feel uncomfortable with that. And so I don't know, like, I can't imagine like a man with all your extra hangups, how you would right. feel about it. Because like if you're you can still be like i'm down with like hugging you and like whatever but maybe don't kiss me on the lips every time right and they were like they were like bargaining be like maybe like if we haven't seen each other like in a couple months oh. we can kiss on the lips <laughs> i would never want that oh uh, i know i don't know so like yeah i've i don't understand like how men that guy must be very enlightened. I think he just really loves his friends. <laughs> Did you see that thing about how like David Beckham kissed his daughter on the lips on like posted a pic on Instagram and people no. were like freaking out. I saw the Rihanna thing. What was the Rihanna thing? She kissed a beautiful baby in a bathtub on the lips. Oh, were people freaking out? Yeah. People are dumb. <laughs> but then what's the age where you can't kiss someone on the lips? Well, I think if it's your kid or like, I don't know if it's your kid, I feel like that is a different, like for David Beckham, like do whatever you it's want. It's his kid. Yeah. If it's like your relative, like, I don't know, like if it's your niece or nephew and you've had that like established relationship, but I honestly have no idea. The world is so fucked up that we don't even know how to like show emotion to like vulnerable, innocent people like yeah. babies and children. Yeah. I can just picture like people on Facebook being like blah 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 oh, blah blah. Totally, all those like view Facebook <laughs> commenters migrated to the David Beckham Facebook page. Be sure to listen to Deja the View on <laughs> iTunes podcasts. <laughs> all right, so um, oh, okay, so Billy and Tim. Okay, yeah, like mm, my eye glistened during the um the wrestling scene. Yeah, and then. Um, Tim is like, because Lila's no longer going to Vanderbilt, he's like, I'm off the hook, man. Like, not because he's like, you know, was doing it for Lila, but he kind of was doing it for Lila, but then he really just wants to like work at Riggins Riggs. And he's like, well, she's now he following sees, her dreams. Yeah. Um, it's okay for me to follow my dreams. Like you need me here. And like, this is like the best, like the Riggins bros, like getting oh, yeah, off taking early. over the world. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> cracking a cold one with the boys <laughs> totally. and Billy, it's like, now you listen here, you little idiot. You listen to me, you little idiot. You are not going to wuss out on this. You're going to go to college and you're going to go get a degree. And I, I don't care if it takes you seven years, all right? And when you start thinking that it's too hard or that you can't handle it, I want you to remember one thing. I want you to think about the kids that you don't have yet. And I want you to think about my kids. Me and Mindy's kids that we don't have yet. And you're going to get the job done so that one of these days I can tell them that they don't have to settle for second best. That they can be whoever the hell they want to be because their Uncle Timmy went to college. It was breathtaking to see, like, his life just, like, changed direction, like, on a dime when he found out that Mindy was pregnant. Like, yeah. His whole perspective on everything has just, like, flipped upside down. And it, I thought it was, like, like, he really, like, acted the shit out of it yeah. i think like he really was like good. showed his chops and also just like to see that evolution in a way that was totally not like it was in character but it was like a change totally and know? it was also good that we never got that like new dad freak out where you're at the first inclination is like to run away and like mm -hmm. and like pretend like it's horrible and like get all freaked out you could tell billy was stressed but he was ultimately like happy yeah. that that was what was going on that he was like gonna have a family and he pretty much is 
you know, like he's Billy, so he gets himself into scrapes. Yeah. But I think that he like ultimately is one of the best dads that we see on the show. Oh, for sure. Like he really makes he really sees it as like a like an addition to his life rather yeah. than like something to weigh him. And it's down. an opportunity for him to like be better than his parents were to him. Mm-hmm. Like he really he's one of those people that like that cliche thing where I'm gonna give my kid a better life, he's like needs to do it and he's there for it. Um so yeah, we cried a, a puddle. puddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. During that whole thing. Um so the next one while it is emotionally charged and crucial to future seasons and pretty like uh like iconic totally and we see good performances from everyone yeah well wait what are we saying we're just saying good things it's good it's good no one freak out we're just saying it's not higher on the cry scale than we would have normally expected right. from an interaction from Tammy and Coach. Right. Um, we're sort of in the middle. Yeah. So um, it starts off with um, a dude. Who is that dude? I don't know. That dude does not look that cool to me. Like that dude looks like he's from that '70s show. That dude, I don't know. I don't like a short sleeve dress shirt. Me neither. Like, is he the guidance counselor? Have we had this conversation before? Is that the guy from last no. time that's like you need to call child services? That's a different guy. There's so many fucking dudes is, just cropping up. Is that like is the, that the dude that she talked to in the diner? When she looked sexy? Oh, maybe. What was his name again? Ed Trucks. (laughs) I don't know. It may have been him. Yeah, because it had to do with, like, the school board thing. And that's who she talked to. Is it Paul Dunley? Yeah, it might be Paul Dunley. I think it's Paul Dunley. Yeah, it's Paul Dunley. Okay. (laughs) Figured it out. No worries. I I only know him from our song. You and all the fans out there. Voice Club. (laughs) Classic line. Paul Dunley does look like he's from that 70s show. He looks like Pastor Dave. Oh my God. Yes, Pastor Dave. Um so he's basically like, yo, there's gonna be a meeting or a hearing or Uh, some kind of thing about the or coach's contract is up for craziest way. It's set up like a trial. I know. It's basically like the crucible. I was going to say like the hearing, but it's not a yeah. hearing. <laughs> Coach and he is- asks if Tammy wants to recuse herself because he doesn't think she can be objective. Yeah. He's probably like, you're on your period, so you'll be too emotional. Well, and she's like, no, I have the skills to remain objective. Like, yeah. don't you worry. Um, Coach's contract is up for negotiation because I guess it's been three years. I don't know if that's why or they've lost two states. Like They probably are like, that's why but it's not actually yeah they have they lost two states now they have like fucking joe McCoy. yeah joy has sunk his claws into the boosters and they're at his whim they're like now he's like the puppet master and everyone's sort of like out there doing his bidding a little bit even if they're saying that they're not or they don't even know that they're doing it like it's all basically to turn everything um in joe's favor and he's always like i've put so much money into this like what do you mean that i'm not entitled to this 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 and this it's so crazy when coach goes to his house and is like stop being a demon and he's like you can be the coach as long as you start jd at every game and let wade call the plays like Like, that's insane like no that's corrupt totally it's and then it's like beyond it's it's one of those things where like we know that like everything's horrible and like corruption wins the day every single day and coach is like no like yeah coach like sticks to his guns he looks fine doing it and he's just stands up for what is right and just yeah so at the at the contract negotiation which is essentially like it's 
It's like a lip sync for your life. Timey trial. <laughs> like it's a room full of people, and Joe goes up and goes like, "Here's why Wade would be an amazing yeah, coach." Yeah, he does like a mini stand-up set, and is like, "What does he want to get paid? As much as I'll pay him." And they kick <laughs> in the butt. <laughs> Crowd goes wild. Woo! Yeah, and then Coach gets up there. No, Coach isn't even anywhere to be found. They're like, "Okay, any who's next? Who's next? Anybody want they're the like, floor?" Yeah, they're it's like, open mic now or forever. <laughs> hold your peace. And coach like comes like from the like back of the room, like all dramatic and basically makes a plea for his job. He's like, I love these kids. I'm just getting started here. I leave my heart and soul in the field. Blah, 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 blah. It's kind of like it even rings, you know, it rings hollow. It's not he, he he it's like he's winging it too cuz he's just like I just have to go out there. That's well, like he's just so mad. I think he's just so mad at the situation that he doesn't even want to like bring out the big in. guns, you know. He's just like this is wrong. You all know it's wrong. He's always just like I just need to show them like my character and then everything's fine and it'll and it'll be fine. He never he never truly wants to like understand the seriousness of a situation and just like Go like if they're pulling out all the stops, then like so I why. have to do that because he doesn't want to be a party to this corruption. Exactly, he just wants to like stay the course. He wants to do what's right, and he wants everyone else to do what's right, and he expects that they will, but they won't. I and know. why hasn't he learned by now that they won't? It's like when they were like the chicken at Subway is not a hundred percent chicken, and people were like shocked to understand that. It's like you just have to understand how the world works and like when things come to your attention, like it shouldn't be. Yeah, it shouldn't be cause for surprise. Yeah. Like just expect the worst. (laughs) Expect that the chicken has yoga mat (laughs) material in it and just go on your merry way. Yeah. Figure out how to insert yourself into a yoga mat chicken world and how to navigate it with the best of them. That's our advice to you so what taylor (laughs) so what happens is um that's that that's it he leaves the trial and they're gonna like it's a contract negotiation he's not even in the fucking room they just negotiate it but you shouldn't negotiate two contracts at the same time it shouldn't be like a yeah it shouldn't be it really just makes no sense. I think it's like invented for some kind of like television purpose so that they, they can pit these two characters against each other. It is it's, extremely like compelling, but over the top. It's not a contract negotiation by any means because you would be like one on one in a room with like a, like a witness and someone else to be like. But you would also like they would either. Yeah, they would talk to them privately. Yeah. And then be like, we've made a decision. Oh, shit. Sorry. What was that? That was my phone. Oh. <laughs> um, and then he, Coach just goes away and has to, like, wait for the news of what's happening. And Tammy is involved in the whole conversation because she's a principal. It affects her um, school. And she meets Coach later at the wedding, Mindy and Billy's wedding. And it's, like... The, the coolest scene mm-hmm. like they just look at each other and their faces say it all she basically says with her face they did the contract negotiation and your contract hasn't been renewed and wade ackerman is the coach she says it with her eyeballs with her eyes. yeah and then coach with her sad sad eyes and then coaches like taking in that news is like like is the same type he's of like, acting he's just like take he like looks at her with this like look and he's then like no oh, no way well i guess i expected it thanks for telling me yeah he says that with his eyes we literally knew what she told him and how he reacted and they didn't say like a damn word to each other this is a very great content for an audio podcast yeah it's awesome <laughs> we'll insert the clip <laughs> You'll just hear like eyeball blinks and like some background wedding music. Hope their eyes are lubed. <laughs> um, so that is that's that. He's no longer the coach of Dylan. Dylan yeah. Panthers. So they have a sweet dance at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then okay, so do you think the wedding 
was all night or I all made day. a note about that because any time, either of those times makes no sense. Yeah. You would have had to have your wedding so early in the day yeah. for that party to have raged on for so long. And then you're not even leaving at night. You're leaving like at sunset, which like isn't even that late. If it's if it went in the day or if it went but like most night. weddings start at like 11 a.m. and go till midnight. That's insane. Well, because they take breaks to have pictures and stuff, you know. Oh, my God. Like Most weddings are like a 12 hour affair. So if they started. At like 6 p.m. I went to 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. That would make more sense. Yeah, there was no like context because did Tammy come from the meeting to what the time wedding? Did they get grandma. Yeah, when they went to get grandma, it seemed like it was nighttime, but she had curlers in her hair, so that implies day because she hadn't like started her day yet. Hmm. Or she was sleeping in the curlers, maybe, so it was nighttime. <laughs> I, I'm sure. Someone will weigh in with what time they think it was. I'm inclined to think, you know what it reminded me of? And I'm going to bring this up again. <laughs> but um, it reminded me of Parks and Recreation when they're at Entertainment 720 for the last party. Oh, yeah. And then it's it's daytime when they all leave. Because that's yeah. kind of like the same, you know, that was the same vibe I got. It seems like so it, it was would an all be, night rager. OK, it seems like it would be like a. Uh, call it standard to have a wedding go until the early morning hours like i'm not like that's not out of context if it was like a riggins call at wedding yeah um and coach and tammy seem kind of drunk when they're having their like dance mm-hmm. floor conversation yeah um and then tammy's like well obviously i'm driving because like coach can't drive right so <laughs> they go knows? to the field at East Dillon because and it's sunrise or sunset there's lens flares like crazy JJ Abrams eat your heart out um she tells coach like they are offering you the job of the East Dillon um football team because as we alluded to with redistricting they have to split the town down the middle it's um, like a we know that it's going to turn out okay but to coach it must feel like a slap in the face like not only did you lose your job you now have way less money and you have what do they call it like basically like a shit hole oh my god yeah they hellscape they they call it like horrible names yeah um and when they go to the field um at the high school of east dillon it's like dilapidated it's like obviously they don't have the same amount of funding they don't even have a football team no, it's just like an unused field. The garbage cans are all kicked over and it's just old. But it's interesting because there is like a half torn down sign that says like state champions from either like 1987 mm-hmm. or 1997. So it's like there's a legacy. Yeah, there. there's like a history and it's like, OK, so this is like a new world we're going to explore next season. Like mm-hmm. it's just like really well done and interesting. Yeah. And the final shot of them standing alone on like the broke down field is like really yeah cool and nice we're not getting a super like a sad vibe or a super happy vibe well it's like tammy says they're gonna win or they're gonna lose but the sun's gonna come up tomorrow we're just sort of like along for the ride at this point to go like what how are they going to attack this Mm -hmm. um together chapter so we said that we cried a pond amount because obviously the beauty of their relationship shines through mm-hmm. yet again mm-hmm. and it was touching and obviously now coach doesn't have a job and that's kind of shitty but i'm not yet overwhelmingly happy or sad yeah I'm it wasn't just, like, like an really emotional touched. tear jerking moment it yeah. was just like Staying it was like strong. triumphant yeah. tears to be like we are he's like staying with you in solidarity at east dillon and i love your love yeah, and Tammy wears great dresses the whole um, episode through. Like yeah. the white dress she was wearing at the waffle breakfast. I was like, is this your second? Are you going to the wedding now? Is this like your are wedding? Are you getting married? Are you getting married? <laughs> and yeah. then like she has like a chartreuse satin number. Damn, damn, damn. Okay, so the next one, we had a little bit of a disagreement. Yeah. But like I was, I really enjoyed the wedding. Like I really love Mindy and Billy's relationship. I love the theme of the wedding where all the men are in white tuxes and pink shirts and 
what are they, is it called stetson yeah they're in cowboy white cowboy hats. hats that's like a thing um in weddings to like wedding parties to wear white cowboy hats like the groom's men or whatever it's awesome and all the bridesmaids looked so beautiful yeah i just like there to me there wasn't like a wedding it wasn't like a wedding episode where like you watch the wedding Mm. and like that but obviously i love their relationship like i've always loved it and this is just a step forward for them and maybe it is a little bit more like it was a little bit more true to character that they just show the party and yeah. not really the wedding. Well, the DIY vibe of the wedding really reminded me of my favorite TV wedding, April and Andy okay, from Parks and Recreation. So I was just like getting those vibes. And then I guess I was like also in my feelings from Tammy and Coach at the, um, like in sitting in the reception. Oh, yeah. Not the reception. What is it? The ceremony? In, yeah. And um, I loved that like terrible, like, like demonstrably terrible band doing a cover <laughs> I'm of like, Peter Frampton Baby Love Your Way. Like it's just it's like they had like a little list of like things that like hit yeah you know, like hit me like in my feels. Yeah. And I really liked it. And I liked the party and I liked Mindy's wedding dress with the butterfly wings. Yeah, the butterfly wings killed it. I made a note that like all the local band talent in Dylan is like not great. No. But what do you expect? <laughs> we have I'm shocked they had two Crucif- bands. Victorious. We have the Swedes band. Oh and my we have god! I forgot about the Swedes band. band. Yeah. yeah, this old man like after work combo that sings cover songs that are like clearly drunk already. That guy's wearing like his office like like his work clothes, his business casual like while he's singing. It was great. Um. So yeah, Katie said that the wedding made her cry a pool. Amount. A pool of tears. It was a very happy, like the day has come. Like the Netflix summary said, finally <laughs> the day has come, um, and it's like all good feelings because we know that like they're good and it's good and like they're gonna be happy. Yeah, like picture what the show could have done if it was a lesser show and just showed them like on and off again, unhappy. Yeah, and because there it also contrasts with Tyra where she sees that as her future. And so on another show, they really would have like um, been too over the top or too on the nose and been like, see, this is bad. And it would and have what just, you want is good, but like it's good, but it's just not. And for it Tyra. would have just played into like a stereotype of what you expect a relationship like in a small town like that to be right. Like you, you would never assume that like two people getting married young of that socioeconomic status are like going to be happy and then it's going to, that they love each other. It's going to be fine. You're always like a oh, fraught with drama. Like obviously. Yeah. Like on a TV show yeah. written by like, you know, like hipsters in you know, yeah, New like York or California. They're, they're portraying like yeah. a certain demographic. But yeah, once again, like this show is just like, so like kind to its characters yeah. and so like human about everything. Yeah. This is like, this is like what love can look like or what it does look like all over. It's not playing into a stereotype. And then what's next? Oh, then Tyra comes along. Oh, and we cried a full river. Tyra is finally getting some W's. She, during the senior send-off pancake waffle extravaganza... Tammy saying that like Tyra hasn't chosen what school she's going to. Um, she's trying to get into UT. Is that University of Texas? University of Texas. Um, and everyone's like, oh, she's going to get in. She's going to get in. But she's on the wait list, which is like. That's stressful. Totally. Um, and she's and she's the only one who's she's being realistic about it or she's being like. No, she's being normal and fine. Like she's stressed. She's like, yeah. this is, this is her entire future. Everyone's being like, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. You'll get in. No big deal. Um, but she, she takes matters into her own hands and she drives to the university and she talks to the admissions counselor, which you could never do. Really, a peak of, like when they're like taking a peak admissions time you can't even call the office because they will not return your call because That's they're so she had busy to go in person you cannot she you did can't not even, have an appointment you can't even drop off your documents to the 
like a physical person. You drop them off to a secondary person and they like like mail them to the admissions office. Like you cannot talk to admissions. Well, it's the magic of television. <laughs> she probably like charged in there and they were like, they're like okay, ah! you know best. <laughs> like you do your thing. So she talks to the guy and he tells her that she's one of a thousand. Yeah, people like really on the what list. her odds are to be on a wait list. Um, and that just makes her even more freaked out because she was thinking like, there's a couple people I'll go and like push my way to the top by telling them why I deserve a spot. But it basically like, I don't even know how they pick people off a wait list. If it's just like, I, well, they must have it in order of people they would admit and then a spot opens up. It's pretty, it's pretty messed up that she can't just be happy to go to Dylan tech. No, because that to her, I don't even know, like, if she's now, because she's done all this work and people have told her you can't amount to this, can't amount to that, that she's pushing herself to, like, the next level because, like, she's thinking anything related to Dylan or at the same level as Dylan is just the same as not going to university at all. So I I think that is, like, it's known that that's, like, not as good a level of education and you're not going to get the same opportunities as if you go to some place like UT yeah i don't know um anyway it's depressing so um when they're driving landry and tyra are driving away from the university Mm -hmm. um she's talking about how stressed she is she's trying to express her feelings and be honest and vulnerable and he basically pulls over the he has a panic attack he runs into a corn i thought he was gonna throw the keys but i was like what is it where they throw the keys but it's something something else where like someone throws the keys into a cornfield so that they can't like go anywhere and i was like if he strands her on the side of the highway he's one second away from doing it though yeah and he's just like i can't listen to you talk for another second and then he's like i you don't believe in yourself but i believe in you so like that's it as if that solves any problem that's <laughs> happening right now like you can believe in her all you want you're not yeah. the admissions officer your yeah. belief in her is not helping her at this moment like i guess it's like let go and let god because she can't do anything at this point yeah but like it like he has like he's so narcissistic to think that like his opinion of her is the only one that should matter I th- yeah, I think it's just like, how do you calm? How do you just like make her? Because like Tyra responds well to someone being like, like you're you're still good. Like, don't let anybody tell you that blah blah blah. And like that like makes her like calm down. But like I don't know. It's they've it, they've had the same back and forth like that forever. Yeah. So she gets into a certain headspace, and then he knows how to like bring her down and for some reason when her mom and sister are like no it's fine like you'll be fine like she doesn't react the same way to them i don't like it like i'm just used to it yeah but i don't like it it's so funny that like they drove all the way there and came back and then the letter was there yeah like he could have been like oh here's the answer like What's your name? Well, oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> With the, we sent out the letter three days ago because it's like legit mail and it's going to take a long oh, yeah, time. I guess I was like, oh, yeah, it was just like on its way there. But yeah, um, they got the letter and she got in. She got in and everyone's happy. That's like a good moment because like everyone's happy. Like it's Mindy's wedding, but yet she's like unconditionally like totally happy mm-hmm. for Tyra. And it didn't like steal the thunder away from the wedding. Yeah, because again, it's like the, a totally different like path. Yeah. And they're such different people that they're not competing in any way. Yeah. It's very healthy. And I was just what well, kind of it goes back to the Tim thing where she's the first one of her family to go to college and we um, you know, in our lives, that's not really like an issue. Like it's just yeah. kind of the default to like people that we know, like they're just going to go to, you know, college or university. But to some people, it's like a huge life changing deal. Mm-hmm. And it's like 
pretty like the show did a good job of showing yeah. how powerful that and like could be. you would want to be angela to like be proud for like your one daughter's getting married and then your other daughter that got into university like you're and they're stoked both achieving have, their dreams yeah you're stoked to have like those two like yeah those two like separate beacons to be like okay like everybody's sort of on the right path mm-hmm. um so we said that we cried a river which is not like in the bad way of saying cry the me a river <laughs> I'm a baby. <laughs> Sexy baby is like the funniest, but also most sad. Yeah. We cried a lot. It's really sad. It's like, it's also really sad because it's sad for two. It's sad sad. for all. It's sad and then it's happy but also sad. It's bittersweet with like a really... It's a bittersweet symphony. (laughs) And everyone like... I don't know. It's just like, of course, it's going to end up so sad. Like, there is no There's no way, way for it to end not sad. If it ended the other way, it'd also be sad. Do you know what we're talking about? <laughs> um, we're talking about Matt and his grandma. Lorraine. The Ballad Lorraine of Lorraine. Saracen. Okay, so first of all, it starts so sad because they've clearly well i was thinking about this because it's five months later so along those lines matt got accepted to the art institute of chicago and so there must have been a conversation that took place where grandma kind of like got over herself well we know like that during the state game because she was having like a pretty bad time with her health like right before the state game that was kind of like their rock bottom when she fell out of the car um but when she was sort of like having some good moments she had that conversation with julia about like okay i need to actually be serious about this and i just want him to be happy and if he's serious about it then i need to consider it and not just shut him down so maybe like that when that seed was planted um if she was like getting a little bit more help for her dementia like after that spell and they were able to sort of like come together as a family and make decisions like maybe those five months were just figuring out their dynamic based on like grandma actually having that one realization that oh this is real like he's but gonna she go. obviously chose to go into a home rather than being taken care of by shelby but Which is kind isn't of Shelby weird... staying in the house, though? Because they were like, you don't need to take all the stuff. It's only 15 minutes away. Oh, I guess. But she, I, I don't know. I always assumed from what they were talking about before that she would just stay at home with Shelby. But she's yeah. obviously but progressed maybe they farther need, than Yeah, that. she needs like a different level of care or something. Um, I would assume that they would have recommended like that they, she needed like a nurse or something. And that's why they moved there. Anyway, so she's packing her stuff and there's this picture of Matt as like an awkward tween. I love when they have the actors like yeah, real it's kid really pics. Funny. It's so cool. Um, and they're like, um, Julie and Shelby are like, oh, it's so cute, blah, blah, blah. And grandma's like, but I darn sure I'm going to take this picture. Now, let's just suppose you're at college. I wake up one morning and I have one of my spells and I can't, can't remember you. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look right up on my wall. And there you're going to be. But that smile, that precious, precious boy. <laughs> and even the fucking cast in the room all like looks at each other like, oh, damn, like that's yeah. a heavy moment. Like Julie because obviously that doesn't like, come from nowhere. Like that probably already happened. has happened. Yeah. Ugh, it's so. Yeah. Like she sad. would be like the first like when it happens to me when I can't remember you. And yeah. they're like, fuck, it's already happened. Probably. Yeah. And she knows that it happened. Ugh. That's the craziest thing about that disease yeah. is like knowing that it's happening. And ugh, it's so it sucks. It's really like messed up that like my the first like 
thing I ever learned about dementia was like the notebook. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was like tough for me to watch the notebook because my grandma had already like suffered from it. And yeah. It sucked. Um, but yeah, the notebook, very sad as well. Do you think this storyline is sadder than the notebook? <laughs> Like, I don't want to say that, like, one old person's, like, trauma <laughs> is worse than another old person's trauma. I think old the people ne- make me the saddest out of anything. And I, I know thinking about old people, you know, what, whatever. You know, sometimes some old people are good. Some old people are not so good. But nothing makes me sadder than an old person waiting for a bus. I can't. <laughs> I said it. (laughs) I can't go on this podcast and say, like, I love old people. They're great. Because everyone knows that I just, like, most of my life is spent, like, yelling about how old people are ruining our entire world. But I But then again, there's the old person who is great. Yep. (laughs) They had... (laughs) Listen, they had a tough life. Like, they grew up in a war. So, my... Where I did feel a little bit of like um, empathy for old people <laughs> was when that's they- a great band name. Yeah, I'm gonna write some like empathy for the elderly pop songs and just like sort of like moan vocals mm-hmm. in, and it'll be great in 2003. Um, when they drop Grandma off at the old folks home and she was saying to like the other ladies sitting in the thing like this is my grandson he was a quarterback and you could see all those ladies being like damn a new a a new lady that we can be best friends with b like her strapping grandson that used to be a quarterback and c they're like so fucking interested and they don't even know who she is and i was like maybe old ladies are lit and it's just like old dudes that are horrible it's hard to say I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know about old people. They well They had a hard life. They had a hard life and looking at them reminds me of my mortality and also reminds me of sad things that happen to old people I know. Mm. So it's all there's all a lot of stuff mm-hmm. happening when I see an old person and grandma like exemplifies it because she's the best and the worst of all old people you know (laughs) yeah she really has sort of like done everything you think an old Mm -hmm. person's gonna do or say like in the course of this show um so when matt drops her off there's like a shot where he's standing outside of the room like racked with guilt another person who kills it in acting wise oh my god and grandma's just like sitting on the bed she thinks he's left and she's just like staring off yeah because she tells him to leave she almost harry and the hendersons him because she's like totally because she's telling him to leave and he's like oh grandma i'm not tired i can keep helping and she's like go home like she just she's it's fox and the hound it's harry and the hendersons she's trying to save him from like because they she just knows it's going to get more and more painful as they like get closer to that goodbye right so she's just trying to like nip it in the bud she's also trying to save herself yeah like it's just gonna get too sad for everyone if Mm -hmm. like they just keep acting like oh it's like you know just unpacking like no big deal um but that shot of them both realizing like what is about to happen is like insane it's devastating and like i've never like we're gonna see matt like get all emotional but like besides the time when he was crying in the tub which i didn't really I didn't like connect with him then, but I, this crying thing, Mm -hmm. I was like totally like I was destroyed by it. Yeah. It's so sad. And like, you can feel like the panic and like the urgency, like it's not just like, I'm sad. It's just like, it's almost like visceral. It's like the camera's shaking. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile (laughs) at the Taylor house, Julie has a Tilly hat over her face. That's the fucking funniest thing ever. They were like, we need some like, fuck props guy. Like, what yeah. do we have? Like, just this. Just throw okay. it at her face. <laughs> like, whose hat is that? Like, no one's worn that hat no. in this show. It was some fucking stage crew. Like, their sun hat. Because it was too hot in Texas. Place smelled horrible. Oh, my God. And it's just funny that it's just, like, squished, pushed, like, on her face. Like... It really made me laugh no one a had, lot. Like, a bandana or like a blindfold or, or like something. put your hoodie on backwards. 
There's or just put your fucking hands over your face. Yeah. Sleep mask. But nope. Tilly hat. Tilly hat. Um so they take her outside and they gave her her new present of a car. Nice. I yeah, good for her. Um, it's nice that they gave her a car. Yeah, it's nice that she got a car. Congratulations to her. Yeah, it's nice of them. She's not being horrible. I don't think she deserves a car. I think they need to pick their battles, and they probably had a really good year with her because, like, nothing. We never yeah, really talked about no, anything it was crazy no going two. on. So I think they were like, "Holy shit!" Her like change in behavior and attitude is like a one eighty. Like this is something that we need to recognize in her or she can very easily just like fall off again just to be like an ungrateful jerk. So I feel like if they were saying like this is almost like an acknowledgement of how far you've come as like a help to us, then I get that totally. And that's like the one thing she's always wanted. And they bought her like a pretty boring like hatchback. It's like the specific car she wanted. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. It's a boring hatchback, but I own a boring hatchback, so. It's, they're practical. And get great mileage. Oh, should I have to pay you for gas? <laughs> anyway, um, so, and then I like that, so she goes to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, it's true to her character that she's, like, grappling with this, with Matt going away. Mm-hmm. And then she does what she thinks is the mature thing to do Mm -hmm. and she tries to break up with him because it's not practical for them to be together Mm -hmm. it's gonna be so far away Mm -hmm. um it's gonna be hard and tammy also says to her like you don't know what's gonna happen and like you could be together you might be meant for each other you might not be and that's just a reality of life like you had a good relationship but sometimes like things just don't work out Mm -hmm. and that's not wrong and that's not saying break up with him either it's just being like yeah like you might have to have a tough conversation um but i think it's true to her character like when she thought that they should just have sex because that was the time for them to have sex yeah everything like it's a it's like what you see and like um we're seeing it on television but like she also saw it on television exactly um yeah so it's like the cliche thing but matt's like no like he <laughs> and then she's like okay great fine great i love it yeah. yeah like you don't have to break up no you might want to later but you don't, you don't have, have to, to now. do it you don't have to say like because we are moving away from me like we never got to you never got they never got to a point where they were like we need to break up like it's just not working like they're she still... wanted to like rip the band-aid off yeah totally um so they're at the wedding um they're having a nice time julie's balancing a spoon on her nose okay it has to be said her hair her hair is fucking fucking crazy it looks the craziest it's ever it's been fine for a while this crazy before it is shocking coach and tammy saw that hair on the way out of the house and they were like we need to take this car away yeah return it is it too late (laughs) so it's like a wide crimp like when she was on her first date with matt yep a wide crimp as if she braided her hair and then unbraided it but then like hairsprayed each individual crimp because that Mm -hmm. is a crunchy crimp that is not like yeah it's not a natural wave but like if she's not braiding it to make it look like that does she just own an insane crimp thing well that's not really what a crimped hair looks like is it like with a flat iron maybe and then she it's just like she oh wait i think we acted this out last time because it's like (laughs) (laughs) wow we're really just recycling material recycling content the sound of flat ironing your hair. Um, this is my impression of Julie flat ironing her hair. 
But like, there's no we. That's like, how if she did you it. know how it got that way, that's what we're interested in knowing. At us, um, and then it probably was a flat iron because she used the normal way to flat iron to the do bangs. her side bang, and then one long strand of hair on the other side. One strand, Just like one that lone. didn't make it into the crimp somehow. And it's no. like, what am I gonna do with this? Oh, can it go this. on this side? No, it's, it's naturally go goes on the other side. Oops, here. it's already straight too late gotta leave what are the like hair and makeup people thinking <laughs> when that is like the hair that is the final hair because tammy's hair is like beautiful. beautiful but i mean try to fuck up connie Britton's hair just try i, I dare you she probably has her own like band of people that's how she gets away with secretly wearing a wig the controversy <laughs> continues but also it's also supposed to look like a teen would do their hair and like i like teens are not great at doing their hair weren't great at doing their hair they in, are now no yeah but they weren't great at doing their hair in i wasn't great at doing my hair i definitely <laughs> rocked a flat iron bang and a curly head i also um but not like a cur- not like a cur- like a ringlet or like a cr- hard no. crimp like, or like a wavy yeah. curly hair that's like well think more normal than if you're being like this is my tight like hair sprayed hard my zigzag <laughs> hair <laughs> with a f- with a smooth flowing flat bang and one strand for good luck <laughs> it was pretty fucked up I um, was watching for so long and like taking diligent notes about everything that was happening at the wedding. And then I was like, oh, my God, her hair. Like, it's been here the whole time. It's right in front of us. Um, So everyone's preoccupied with this hair, which gives Matt an opportunity. Okay, so Julie's like, your grandma would have really liked this wedding. Like, fine, I guess. Yeah, like it's well, it's a reach. It shows that she's a fun gal. Yeah. But it's not like, she's not like close to the, I don't know. Yeah, fine. Grandma would have loved the wedding. Yeah. Um, And Matt is like, you're right. Grandma would have loved the wedding. And then like a flash. Like a bat out of hell. He takes off to the retirement nursing home to fetch grandma to bring her to the fun wedding. Um, But not only is he bringing her to the wedding, he's bringing her home. Yeah. So he is not gonna go to school and he's gonna take care of grandma instead and she's like as long as i have my chair but it's so sad because it's like that's just what would happen like you can't abandon someone who you know took care of you your whole life yeah and like sacrificed a lot to take care of you yeah and that's just the way that, you know, like things are in like people that don't have a big support system. It's really sad. It's like happy because we don't want to see grandma in a home. But then they're back at the same place they were before. Yeah, well, they're worse. Because, yeah. you know, he's not he doesn't have a reason to be in Dylan and he has to set his dreams on right. the back burner. But they're also back where they were before in terms of like not being a manageable task to like. Right. To take know. care of her. Yeah. Especially because he's still going to have to work mm-hmm. like while he's there. He's not like just at home now full time just because yeah. he's not going to school. He's going to have to work more than he was before. Yeah. So like I get it. I get it. But I also am just like. We had it all figured out. We were rounding the corner. Yeah. But yeah, he wouldn't have felt good about leaving mm-hmm. if he had left. Mm-hmm. And that's that. We cried an ocean. The ocean that I drew has an octopus in it and a shark. That's how much we cried. Enough that those animals could simultaneously live together and not be eaten by i saw other. a video of a octopus eating a shark yeah those like also those like fucking cool squids that eat whales mm-hmm. that's crazy there's an animorphs book about that 
It's crazy that uh, any animal can eat a whale. <laughs> like, and especially one that looks as <laughs> fucked up as an octopus or a squid. They just Those like, are the most fucked up animals and we just accept it. They just grab a full whale and pull it down and drown it. Like, n- like, it, but it's also fucked up that whales have to go to the top to breathe. That's, I mean, maybe they're not supposed to live. Shut up. <laughs> like that, should that not be evolved out of them? Um, I feel like they have evolved other things because they breathe oxygen. So like they're, they the should, way that their they bodies work. Gills. Yeah, but then they're not as good of an animal. <laughs> They wouldn't have gotten as big as they were, as they are. And because, octopus did. Well, I don't know how big those squids are. Really big. I don't know. Whales are cooler. They feed their babies with milk. That's cool. Underwater breastfeeding. Crazy. Um. Anyway, it's a deep ocean of sadness. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for deep sea <laughs> podcast where we talk about or we know everything about animals. The crushing horror of the deep sea, aka, AKA 2017. Living. Um, so that's the end of season three. We have some senior send-offs. We some have senior citizens, the same joke from the beginning of the podcast, full circle. And we have Coach and Tammy looking into the future and wondering what is to come. Love um, it. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, if you are so inclined, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Clear Eyes Pod. And don't forget to leave us a review because we're recording mini-sodes. We keep promising. <laughs> One day we mini-sodes will. Mini-sodes sound easy. It has the mini- word mini in it. Uh, but you'd be surprised. So leave us a review um, and give us a five star rating on iTunes. Um, I think iTunes is like trying to like pander more to its podcasting audience and users. Um, also go to our website, clarisfartsplusbooze.com for everything you've ever wanted in the history of time. And more. And... You can follow our personal accounts if you find them. Good luck. (laughs) Patented (laughs) podcast kiss. Good night. Bye.